Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Oh, let's lift our hands. Can we all across the building? Let's just tell the Lord how much we love him. Lord, we love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. Hallelujah. 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 Come on. Talk to the Lord a few moments here. Oh, I praise your wonderful name. Lord, we praise your wonderful name, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, I love you, Lord, Jesus. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. We love you. We love you. Come on, come on. Oh, if the Lord touched you Sunday night, why don't you just reach and let him touch you again here tonight? Oh, we love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Oh, there's nobody like you, oh Lord. Nobody like you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, I worship you, Lord Jesus. I'll say yes. Lord, yes, don't worry about the music, to your will and to your way. Do you feel that way tonight? I'll say yes, Lord, yes, I will trust you and obey when your spirit speaks to me. Do you mean that? When your spirit speaks to me, with my whole heart I'll agree. And my answer will be yes, Lord, yes. I'll say yes. Lord, yes, to your will and to your way, I'll say yes, Lord, yes, I will trust you and I'll obey. Do you mean it? When your spirit speaks, to me, he's going to in a few moments. With my whole heart, I'll agree. And my answer will be yes. Lord, yes. Oh, I'll say yes. Lord, yes. To your will and to your way, I'll say yes, Lord, yes, I will trust you. Will you, will you really obey when your spirit speaks to me? With my whole heart, I'll 
agree. And my answer will be yes, Lord, yes. Genesis chapter 32. Genesis chapter 32. Amen. Lord bless all the guests and uh, Charlie and Connie. Is that right? Did I remember that right? Amen. Praise the Lord. Lord bless you all. Amen. Just keep coming. Amen. We're all visiting. We've some of us just been visiting longer. Hallelujah. Amen. It's it's the Lord's house. Amen. Praise God. And uh, you just about know oh, about oh, I don't know five hundred more times, and then you'll get to be a member. Hallelujah. That's a praise God. <laughs> praise God. Amen. Amen. Five hundred times. That means by that time you're really solid in there. Amen. Right? You ain't going nowhere. Praise God. Amen. That's what the world needs. That's what that's what the church needs. It's the consistent folks. The reason why there's a church here today is because some folks just made up their mind. I'm going to be in the house of God. Come rain, come shine, whatever problem, I'm going to be in the house of God. I want to be a part of what God's doing in this city. Amen. Genesis chapter 32, familiar passage of scripture probably to the majority of us. And, uh, and so we'll just hit just this one verse and then we'll come back uh, chapter 32 and verse uh, 28 <clears throat> and uh, well just verse 26 and he said let me go for the day breaketh and he said I will not let thee go except thou bless me and he said unto him what is thy name and he said Jacob and he said thy name shall be called no more Jacob but Israel for as a prince hast thou power with God and with men and hast prevailed and Jacob asked him and said tell me I pray thee thy name and he said wherefore is it that thou doest or dost ask after my name he blessed him there and Jacob called the name of the place Peniel and I for I have seen God face to face and my life is preserved and as he passed over Peniel the sun rose upon him and he halted upon his thigh Lord Jesus we love you Thank you, God, for your presence that's been here from the very moment that we begin to pray, Jesus. And God, I thank you, Lord, for every song that's sung, Lord Jesus. God, in tandem, O oh Lord, with the message here tonight, God, without any, God, without any connection before, Lord Jesus. And yet you put it all together. We ask you, Lord, to help us in a very mighty, mighty, mighty way here tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray. Everybody said amen. Praise God, I'm not certain. You may be seated. I'm not exactly certain how uh, the service will end in total. I just know that there will be a demonstration of the Holy Ghost for those that will allow him to move upon them in their lives. Some of you, uh, if you're in a hurry, um, those that are, are in a hurry may miss it. Those of you that may be in a hurry but realize that God's wanting to do something very special tonight in your life. Uh, you'll walk away changed. Amen. Praise God. Uh, the story of Jacob is one that probably most of us here in the building know to some degree. Uh, we know that Jacob was a, a uh, brother, had a brother, a twin brother, Esau. And uh, they, were, they were Esau, the Bible says, was a man of uh, the country. He was a hunter. He was, he was, uh, he, he was a man that... Uh, liked to go camping, amen. He was a man that uh, liked to be in the great outdoors. Uh, Jacob wasn't that man. Now, he wasn't a sissy man. 
but he'd just rather to be uh, around the tents, the Bible said. And so he, he grew up around there. One of the things that I've often thought about about Jacob is by growing up around the tents and not being out about all the time, he did get to spend a little bit of extra time with his grandfather. And so he got to have some insights about God that Esau didn't have because he was too busy making his own name and doing his own thing. Uh, and don't, that, that'll preach a different way, but, but Jacob, uh, somewhere, somehow in his heart, he decided that he wanted the birthright. Uh, years ago, I read a story and they said that, uh, a young, a young child was asked what he learned in, in Sunday school and, and he said, well, he said, I learned that, uh, that Jacob stole his brother's birthmark. And, uh, there is a difference between a birthmark and a birthright. And so, uh, he stole, he, he, he wanted the birthright. In other words, the, the, the place that came with being the firstborn, he wanted that authority. He wanted that blessing, uh, that came with it. And, uh, of course he, he couldn't have it legally. And so, uh, so he devised with the help of his, of his mama, uh, which is, uh, there's just so much stuff that are preaching all of this that, uh, his, his mama helped him. Uh, to, to devise a plan, uh, to steal, uh, the blessing and the birthright from his father. And so, uh, Esau comes in from, uh, hunting and, and we know, uh, the story. Esau comes in and he's just, uh, he's just, he's just too late. And, uh, and there, uh, Jacob had, he had already, or rather Isaac had already, uh, looked upon, uh, I, uh, Jacob there and he had felt the, they, they had done all kinds of devious things because the man was old and couldn't see real good and, and, uh, and, and so he went more by what he felt. That gets a lot of folks in trouble. He, he said, boy, the, if he had went by what he heard, said that voice is Jacob's. I know the voice, but I'm going to make a judgment off of what I feel. You need to be real careful in living for God and, and going through this world that I just go off of my feelings. You better know the voice. Amen. You better have a certain sound. And if it sounds like what that, what it really is, that you need to be careful that it's the right thing and not some imposter that's coming trying to steal something from you. And so, so we understand the story and, and uh, Jacob leaves. Esau comes in. Esau realizes that he has lost, uh, not just the, the, uh, the birthright. Now he's lost the blessing and, and, uh, and so all of these things have ramifications. Uh, that we don't have time with tonight. And so he begins to pursue Jacob because he's mad. I'm going to kill him. Uh, he's, he's taken, thing. he stole something from me. And the Bible lets us know that Jacob takes off running and, uh, and, and he gets to a place and, and he makes a, uh, an altar there. He goes to sleep and, and the Bible says that while he's there, he has the dream and he sees the angels coming up and descending and coming up and down and, and, uh, and he awakes and realizes, I've been in the presence of God. Uh, and, and he calls that place Bethel. Bethel. Uh, and, and there he said, he makes some commitments to God. He makes some promises. Everyone say promises. Let me just tell you, God doesn't forget promises that are made. We live in a world where promises are easily made and easily broken. But when you make a promise to God, you better be real careful. Because he's writing it down and he hears it. He made some promises. He said, God, if you'll bring me back here, 
if you'll feed me, if you'll take care of me, if you'll do all of these, he gives them a big litany list of, of things that this is what I want you to do. If you do that for me, then I'll serve you. He didn't say I'll serve you whether or not you'll do these things for me. I, I, here's my list. These are, these are my requirements and God didn't argue with him. The Bible lets us know that he keeps on running. He goes and, and uh, he goes to his uncles and Laban. And uh, while there, he just, he gets in all kinds of mess. Your past, you know, sometimes folks want to come to God and they want to repent and they want to be set free, pastor. And sometimes we, we give them some false hope. God sets you free, but you still got to deal with the past. You still got to deal with stuff that's back yonder over there. There's folks you get delivered from things and all that, but you still got to deal with the consequences of what went on back over there. Thank God for his forgiveness. Thank God for his blood. Uh, and here, Jacob is, Jacob's running and, and even the, the Bible lets us know that he's blessed of the Lord and the Lord even talks to him a couple times while he's running. But he's still got to deal with who he is. See, it don't matter how far you run, you got to take you with you. That's the problem sometimes. Well, I'll go to this church. Well, you better be careful. You're taking the same person over there. Well, I'm wow. <laughs> See, you got to get you. I'm going to want to jump ahead. And so, and so he, he's got to take him with him. He's got to consistently deal. And the whole time Jacob is used to running. He can run from every problem he's got. When he finally has get fed up with Laban, and I forget how many years off the top of my head, I want to say it was 10, 17 years, somewhere, somewhere in there, uh, that he was with Laban and, and how in the world he, he served, he served him seven years for one wife and he gets tricked. Boy, that's a disappointment. Huh. I, I got a lot of questions. We ever get to heaven, I'm going to find, I want to ask the dude, how in the world did you get to do that? I'm just telling you, I'm glad I know who I married and I was all there for the whole process. So I didn't want to surprise. Thank God she come down the aisle and said, that's the one. Maybe that's where that all started. <laughs> so you ain't tricking me. Ain't no, ain't no more Jacobs that I know. <laughs> we ain't going to have nobody come down here unless I see the veil first. So, uh, but nonetheless, how that happened, we don't know, but it transpired. And he says, hey, uh, you gave me the wrong wife. Oh, man, we're so sorry. <laughs> we messed up. You know what? I'll tell you what. Here's what we do. You want the other one to serve me seven more years. But he loved that other one so much that he said it was just like a few days. Now I got two wives. And what in the world they'd want two? <laughs> God bless them. Hallelujah. And, and that's another subject, too. I'm getting a lot of subjects right now. But we're going to move on. And, and so and so we understand the story and here. Here, he now has, he now has two women and, and two families. And, uh, and, and they begin and he makes up his mind. He said, that's it. I'm, he, uh, uh, the Lord appears. There's, there's something that happens. God, God begin, he, God appears to, talks to him. And, and the scripture said that he said, it's time for you to pay your vows. There came a time when all the promises that you made, Jacob, it's time for you to go back to Bethel. It's time for you to go back to the altar that you made all the promises and said, oh, here's what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to serve you. I'm going to, uh, 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 if you'll do these things for me, then I'll do it. God says, it's time to pay up. Time to pay up. There's, there's some folks here. And I'm, oh, I'm getting real close to where I'm, I want to really 
be. But there's some folks here. You better, you better listen to this preacher here, Dunn. It's time to pay up. And so Jacob begins making the, the journey back. And on the way back, he gets to, to the brook Jabbok. And it's about there that somebody comes from the other side bringing him news. Hey, Jacob, you know what? We just found out your brother Esau is on his way to meet you. I got to confront my past. I just want to go to the altar. Yeah, but you're going to have to confront some things on your way there. God told me to go. Do you really think God's going to wipe you out on the way to obeying him? But you still got to face some things. It's not going to be easy. Jacob comes and he gets that brook, but he's scared. Because now, the first time I ran, it was just me. I had no responsibility. I could run wherever I wanted to. But you can't run that easy with two families. It's hard enough with one. Now I got two. Where am I going to go? How do I hide them? And so he's not a dumb man. He starts sending them over a little bit at a time. And he gives all of them gifts. Here, when you meet him. That's not dumb. That's to be nice. You know, some folks, they they want everybody to be nice to them. And and they're, they're not very nice in the process. The Bible said to whom mercy is given, mercy comes back. Don't be surprised if you've never been merciful that all of a sudden it doesn't come back to you. Well, I, I want it this way. Well, how much have you shown? And so Jacob is an understanding man. I deserve to die. But I, 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 these don't. So I'm going to send some people over. And it's then everybody's across the brook but Jack, Jacob. And Jacob has an all-night prayer meeting. He begins. He's worried. He's got questions. How in the world am I going to get out of this situation? I'm doing what God told me to do. I'm on my way. But my past has caught up with me. And I ain't got anywhere to run now. What do I do? And a man shows up. And we know uh, that it's an angel of the Lord. He begins to wrestle all night long with that angel. And there's all kinds of theological views on what he was wrestling with and why he was wrestling and all of that. And so, in that wrestling, he will not let the guy go. That angel says, let me go. I'm not going to let you go. You got a blessing. I stole the last one, but I want to get this one honestly. I, I, I had to manipulate, but, but you're, you're what I've been looking for all this time. And I had to steal the last one, but this one, you're, you're, I'm not letting you go until you bless me. I want something from God honest this time. All of my past, I've learned how to be deceitful. I've learned how to run. I could get out of it. I could talk my way out of it. I, I, there's all kinds, but now I'm at a place that, that I can't do anything, but I got the presence of God here. And, and oh, I, you're going to bless me. This time, I'm going to get an honest blessing that's mine. You better be careful, Jacob, what you asked for. Oh, God. The Bible said that that angel touched his thigh, the hollow. And all of a sudden, that muscle shrank. 
and a man who's in his prime to be able to move and to run can't run no more. His ability to depend on himself, pastors, gone. How am I going to get out of this now? It was already bad enough. How am I going to get out of this? And he said, let me go. I'm not going to let you go. How can you leave me in this position? What's your name? My name's Jacob. Not anymore, son. Part of your blessing, your name's getting ready to be changed. You got a new walk now. That's why we preach here for just a little while longer here. A limp and a name. When you walk away from a true encounter with God, you're going to walk different. You're not going to be able to run anymore. There's some folks here right now, God's touched your life at times. Uh, and you keep trying to run away from the presence of God. You, you got a limp. Uh, you're never the same. You don't fit anywhere that you try to go because the presence of God has touched your life. Uh, your name has been changed. Uh, there's a spirit uh, that says, come on, uh, you can do something for me. Uh, I have your, I have touched you. A limp and a name. I can't run no more. Where 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 in the world am I going to go now? Where can we go? They asked Jesus one time. Jesus said, you going to leave me too? Everybody else is leaving. Where can we go? We've been in your presence. We've seen what you do. You're the only one that's got the words to eternal life. I can't go anywhere. There isn't anywhere in this world. There's nothing I can experience that could take the place of one encounter with God. One touch of his hand. Oh, we sing that song. One touch of his hand. And my problem, my troubles are gone. Oh, that sounds good. But it was one touch to a man named Jacob. And it forever changed his life. You ain't running away no more. You're not going to be able to get away from the call of God. And the power of God on your life, son. You're going to have to do something with it. You're going to have to face the past. And say, God, I can't run no more. I'm going to have to depend on you. My faith's got to be on you. You're going to have to help me through this because uh, I can't do it on the arm of the flesh. Oh, Jesus. All right. A limp and a name. What will you do when the chips are down? If you don't know what I've done, not interested. I really don't care. When he crossed that brook Javik, he meets Esau. And Esau's heart's been softened. You read it, it's in your Bible. He meets Esau. And Esau says, what are you bringing me all this stuff? What are you giving me this stuff? And And Esau says, I got enough. That word enough there, pastor, means I got plenty. But Jacob said, I got enough too. You got to take this. His enough meant something different. That enough means I have the source. He couldn't say that on the other side of a limp in a name. 
He was grasping for the source. He was searching for the source. But now I'm a cripple. Now I can't hurt. But my name's been changed. And I walk with the limp and I cut everything that I've ever needed. Everything I stole for, connived for. I got everything I needed now. Oh, come on. Let's love the Lord together right now. Willing, willing to give it all. Let me tell you the seriousness of this. He's on his way to Bethel. Now he's got a limp uh, and he's got a name and he's made friends with his brother. But on the way there, uh, he decides he's going to stop for a little while. Matter of fact, he did, he just decided he wasn't going to go all the way to Bethel. He stopped, uh, if my geography, if it reminds me, if my mind's remembering right, he stops about 15 to 20 miles from where he was supposed to really be. I'm gonna, I got a limp in a name. I got a little touch of God. And man, I, God, look, I'm back in the land you want to be. Yeah, but you're not where you said you was going to repay your vows. You're not where you said and where I told you to go. You got to get there, Jacob. Well, I'm going to set up shop right now. I talked in tongues again. I've been saved again. Boy, I feel good. Man, look look at what God's done. He's blessed me. and Even my brother's at peace. Everything seems to be okay. But while he stopped out of the will of God on his way to do will of God, that's when his daughter gets raped. And his son's did do serious sin in trying to exact revenge. Because even with the limp in the name, he was, wasn't going all the way back to repay the vows. You better be careful. Some that God has touched and done tremendous things in your life. Well, I got the Holy Ghost. I'm baptized in Jesus' name. You better go all the way to repay that vow. Quit wrestling and stopping on the way. You don't know that your children may not pay. And be forever marked. Oh, I'll do anything for Jesus. If you can use anything, you can use me. Song says that song we were just singing here just a few moments ago. Oh yeah, I'll obey, I'll trust when your spirit speaks to me. Will you go all the way with the limb and a name? Or will you find somewhere to stop? I know this is different from the last several services, but it's just as deep and just as powerful. There's children here. Yeah, you know, I, I just, I just, I, I, I didn't, I, I knew, I haven't preached this message in, in several years. I've never, I've never owned a home. Pastor, we was talking about some of that earlier today. I've never owned a home. Just, just, I, I never, I, my dream as a kid, Pastor, was to own a, a business and to have a house. That was my, that's my two biggest dreams. So, so I could, so I could be unlike my father and my upbringing. People, when they looked at Joseph, oh, man, that's a hard worker. Look what he's done. 
and he's got a house. And pastor, it was in 1998, 99. I, I was, God had just opened some doors for me to, to preach. No, it was 1998. My daughter wasn't born yet. 1998, it was in a Walmart parking lot. I was running, I was running. Now God, God had given me the limp in the name. Man, I'm living for God. I just want to do something good for God, Brother Goff. I, I, I mean, I'm living for God. Things are going good. And, and, and all of my friends was getting houses, and they was doing all kinds of stuff. And I was, I was working a, a job. I was doing a delivery truck for a brother in the, in the church there. And, and he said, Brother Joe, said, man, said, I want to get rid of this route. He said, you know it. He said, I, I want to get rid of it and sell it to you, and you make payments. Man, I knew what that route got. Man, I've arrived. I'm going to be able to get our house. Baby, I called her. I called her on the on the little the little walkie-talkie. It wasn't even a cell phone. I forget what, Nextail or something like that. A little walkie-talkie thing. And I told her, and I said, man, and I'm sitting, I'm, I'm going to have lunch. And, and I got my little lunch at Burger King. And I'm sitting in the Walmart parking lot in Elk Grove, California. And I've got all the big ideas and the big dreams. And, man, I'm ready. And I'm ready to do it big. And, and man, God's going to, God's blessing me. You better be careful sometimes. What you think is a blessing of God, it might be a test to see if you'll go all the way through with what you've said you're going to go through. And the Holy Ghost spoke to me. Sit in that bobtail truck with every dream about to be realized. And he said, you can have my anointing or you can have money, but you ain't getting both. I could take you to the spot. I got a lip in the name, but I made some promises to God, Brother Jared. And I wanted them done my way. But God said, you ain't going to get them your way. That's 20-something years. I still don't have some of the things that I've wanted to have. God's let me have a business only, only when I'm building a church. It's the only time it's kept me, it's kept us in beans, it's kept us in, in food, it's kept the bills paid until that's the only time. Well, I'm reaching for some. It may just be one or two here right now. A limp and a name. I want, I want that. I want to be used. I, I want to do something for God. He may ask everything you got because it comes with the limp and a name. Oh, I want the Holy Ghost. It's I'm going to tell you, sir, man, brother, sister, having the Holy Ghost and being baptized in Jesus' name is the greatest thing in the world. But when you do it, you're getting a limp and a name. You better make up your mind. I'm going all the way with Jesus. Where he leads me, I'll follow I'm not going to go part way. I'm not just going to go a little way. I'm not going to have my own little idea of where I'm going to go. I'll tell you that the Lord may allow you to do it for a little while. But if you're not careful, you're going to pay some big prices. Stop it on the way. You better make up your mind. God, you've given this to me. It's a privilege. I have nothing to go back to. I'm going forward. It's going to be what you want me to be. 
God, I'm doing the best I can with what you gave me, Lord. I cannot respond for anybody, Jesus. What will you do? Families that are marked. There's folks in here right now while I'm preaching. You understand, you understand vividly. You can look and now see why some things happened to your family and in your life. And you can get mad and you can get bitter or you can say, God, thank you for understanding. I'm going to help somebody else. God, I'm going to go further than I've ever been now that I understand some things about this limp and name stuff. I can't do anything about the past. But I can do everything about the future. On my way to fulfill vows. God, if you'll, if you'll heal my body, I'll serve you. And God heals bodies and people really don't serve him. Oh, not like, not like they really know to serve. God, if you'll, if you'll give me this job. God, if you'll give me this house. Oh, I can tell you story after story. I tell you families that they came to church broke, busted, disgusted. They started, they got a little, they got a limp. They got a name. They started living for God. God started blessing them as they were in pursuit of blessings and, and the promises of God. And they were doing, but as soon as they got some little distance. Well, I don't have to go all the way. And their families are decimated today. They got a little bitterness. They got a little strife. They got, well, I don't see it that way. You better be careful what you see it. I don't feel. God's not interested in your feelings. God's interested in whether or not you're going to obey the word. Will you submit to the word of God? Oh, I, I want the touch of God. I want God. How many will say it? They always do. I want God to change me. But when he puts a limp on you and you can't run no more and you got to consistently face yourself. Will I put myself on the altar? That's where, that's really where he was headed. Go back to the altar. Go back where you made all the vows. That's where I want you, Jacob. I gave you a limp. I gave you a name. What will you do with it? I want to serve God. Song says, oh, if you can use anything, Lord, oh, we'll sing that. Well, hands will be raised. People will cry. If you use anything, God, you can use me. Take my hands, Lord. Take my feet. Let your touch my heart, Lord. Speak through me. Ooh. Oh, I like it. Until I have to put everything aside. You're kind of in that in that spot where I'm preaching right now. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You all had some dreams, some ambitions, and all that. God put you here. He stopped you. You know what he's doing? There's another limp. In it. You, you got it with the Holy Ghost, with baptism in Jesus' name. But there's another time that comes. All right, God. I had dreams. I had, I, I thought this is how it's going to work out. God says, no, no, no. You're, you, you said you follow me. Oh, the scripture said in one place, He maketh, maketh me to lie down. 
You know why? Most of us don't volunteer to lay down. Oh, the lazy, but that's a different deal. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm busy. I gotta do. I gotta be. I, 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 I got, even if it's for God. Boy, I want to do a work for God. God says, whoa, 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 whoa. You gotta take a rest. I'm gonna have to put you down. I don't want to be down. I want to. If you want to go all the way with me, you're going to have to learn. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. I just want to take a nibble and run off. You're going to end up in a bad place, Jacob, even after you got the limp in a name. I'm just about done. I'm not even going to try. I'm not going to try to make anything happen. So you're going to have to do something with this. To him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. There's young people here. Thank God for our young people. Thank God for your response Sunday night and even tonight. But you better get a hold of this, what I'm preaching here. Whatever my ambition is, God, if it doesn't line up with the limp in a name, I don't want it. I got a, I got a job. I got a career. I got a, I got what all this stuff. All of that has its place. But don't ever forget it's God that gives you the ability and power to even do anything. Anything at all. Without me, he said, you can do nothing. But if I'm with him, everything's possible. Go ahead, Jacob. Limp along by yourself. Go ahead. Have the name, but just kind of decide you're going to stop before you get where the Lord really wanted you. I'll make my own break. I'll rest where I want to rest. I don't have to. I'm going to ruin a good message right here. When, when You remember when... when uh, uh, Jonathan, how many remember the story about Jonathan? He went up and, and encountered the Philistines up there on that parcel of ground. And it started, there was an earthquake. It started a big battle. And, and, and the people of Israel, uh, they're, they're going through and, and fighting. And, and King Saul, who's backslidden, his heart says, nobody can eat anything. Now they're fighting all day. He said, nobody can eat anything until my enemies have been avenged. And little honey's found on the ground. And Jonathan wasn't there, his son. And Jonathan gets some, and the Bible says his eyes were enlightened. And man, and that one, that one of the words means it was set aflame. He was refreshed. Uh, and man, he, he got, God uh, ordained a little, a little break time for him right there. But a backslid man stopped the people of God from getting a God-ordained break. He maketh me. And you read your Bible. The Bible said by the end of that day, the people sinned. They were so starved and so hungry because, brother, they didn't take time where God appointed a rest stop. They made their own rest stop, and they ended up sinning. And if you're not careful, brother, sister, visitor, if you're not careful in this process, you'll end up sinning, making your own rest stop because you're too busy. Running past God-appointed rest stops. Trying to limp by on your own power. Jesus, I could give all kinds of other verses and examples and everything, God. 
done the best I could with your message. And Lord, your spirit is moving upon folks here right now. God, in some deep ways. God, there's some here, Lord, that are struggling with things they know that you dealt with them about. And they hold it, God, because they know if I let that go, I'm on my way back to the altar like never before. God, secret things that are hidden. Others, God, that are that you're moving upon them, Jesus, drawing them. This is a different message, Lord, but you're drawing them through it. I'm asking you, God, that you would give courage here tonight. Courage for folks not just to make a decision, but to abide by it. To see it all the way through. We love you. We worship you. We praise you. Right where you are, would you just slip your hands up in the air and talk to the Lord here right now. What will you do, ma'am, sir, with the limp and the name? Does your name mean more than his name? Does your strength mean more? In your weaknesses, he is made strong. Some of you, you have, have, you've had weaknesses come into your body even right now. Oh, yeah, the body may be old. Oh, yeah, there, there's, there's really illnesses that's just praying out there. But it may very well be the Lord God that is saying, I'm trying to touch you, to slow you down, to save you and change you. Six months ago, you wouldn't even have stopped in. You wouldn't even hardly be listening to this preacher right now. I'm okay. Everything's good. Uh, but let some pain, let some suffering come into your life. Uh, and all of a sudden, maybe, maybe God's trying to, I, I need God to touch. I need God to do something. Uh, and the Holy Ghost is saying, I got a limp and I got a name for you. Don't move. Don't go anywhere. Hold on to the blessing right now. It's the only way you're going to get to where you need to go. And fulfill the promises that you made to God Almighty. The Holy Ghost is here among us right now. Those tears you feel, that brokenness, this beginning, that's God. That's called conviction. That's conviction. Conviction springs out of two things. One, God, I'm wrong. And hope, God, you can forgive. God, forgive me. But God, I know that you can and you will. Oh, man, the Holy Ghost, folks. Church, help us right now. Ah, my, my, my. I would I wouldn't leave this house here tonight until I made sure God I have had an encounter with you. God, I've touched you in a way like I've never touched you before. 
God, I'm going to fulfill my promises to you. You've been faithful to me. You kept my family together. God, you've been faithful to me. You supplied God, even when I wasn't right with you. God, look at all. I'm going to do it for you, God. I'm going to be faithful to you because you've been faithful to me. And I don't care what people say about the limp and the name. I'm not going to try and hide it no more. Uh, Oh, this altar is open right now. If anybody wants to come and pray, come on. The Holy Ghost is moving right now. I want to encourage you if the Lord's moving on you at all. God, I want what you have for me. And I'm going to make some commitments. And I'm going to keep them, God. I'm going to keep them, God. Oh, hallelujah. Come on. Come on. The Holy Ghost is helping us right now. It don't matter how long you've lived for God or if you're really even not living for God. It's a time to say, God, I want everything you got for me. And more than that, God, I'm going to live for you. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Come on. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, I love you, Lord. Be sensitive of what the Holy Ghost is doing here in this service right now. God, more than anything, Jesus. More than anything, Jesus. God, I want your spirit. Oh, I love you, Lord. Where you lead me, God, I'll follow. God, I'll follow. God. Ah. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, if you can use anything, Lord. Oh, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. If you can use anything, Lord. You can use me If you can use anything, Lord You can use me Take my hands, Lord Take my feet Touch my heart, Lord Move through me If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Oh, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Oh, if you can use anything, Lord, You can use me. Oh, take my hands, Lord. Take my feet. 
Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me.